Welcome to Today on Broadway for Tuesday, March 23rd, 2021. I am Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. And I am Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. As always, make sure that you are on our Patreon, because if you don't, you're not very nice, and I don't appreciate you as a person, and it's <laughs> patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. It's just going to get more and more intense and people It's are- a little harsh. <laughs> I I do this like I'm trying to do like the kind bullying thing, but it might not work. Maybe if I say like, yeah, what's kind <laughs> about that? I don't I did I got the bullying, not the kind part. <laughs> well, because I'm saying it with a smile. <laughs> oh, oh, is that how that works? I don't know. I was bullied in high school, so I just assumed that like bullying can like come out. Like if a person's been bullied, they can then bully. Is that how hurt people hurt people? Is that what it is? No, I don't think that's like a life lesson. I think that's a cautionary tale. Like, I don't. Oh, I took the wrong part of the advice. Yeah, I don't think it was advice. I would think it was like, don't be a jerk because being a jerk begets other jerks. Like, I don't think. Like, Grace, you're being a dick and being a dick makes you a dick. Yeah, and it makes other people a dick too. Yeah, I don't think being being a bully is ever something we want to to continue in, in the world. That's true. All right, let's rephrase. Be on our patreon.com slash Broadway Radio, because if you don't, that's okay, too. Yeah, if you want to join, join. We would love you, too. Um, We love all the support. We enjoy what we do, and we love when people uh, that love what we do support us, and we appreciate your support. Yes, there you go. That was beautiful. And you'll get a virtual hug from me and Matt. Virtual, because I'm not vaccinated yet. And and perhaps I might never touch you. Yeah. Like any of these people listening, I might never do that. So um, always expect a virtual hug if you're on our Patreon. Yes. Let's get into some news <laughs> before we break the internet with our gossip. Uh, we're going to talk about Devil Wears Prada first. There oh, was some news that please. came out today. Yes, yes, yes. I know you want to talk about it. I know you want to talk about it, so I'm going to get into it. Um, just like you guys already know, the Devil Wears Prada musical is happening and will feature an original score with music by Elton John with lyrics by Shanna Taub. Um, however, today they have released a statement about a new member to their creative team, Kate Weatherhead. She's joining on as a co-book writer alongside Paul Rudnick. And Kate Weatherhead is the creator of the series Submissions Only, author, director, Broadway actress, a true like uh, multi-hyphenate like if there ever was one right yeah yeah um so again like you might be asking yourself who is this person if you had not heard of her uh she did this really popular book series called jack and louisa a couple years ago as well like from penguin workshop which was cool um as an actor kate weatherhead has been in on broadway like in 25th annual putnam county spelling bee i had to say the whole thing i had this girl in my life once that used to call it 25th annual and i was like oh. no if you're gonna shorten it call it spelling bee right i never had the heart to tell her but if you're listening i didn't like that you did that yeah. um and then of course she was also in legally blonde which i know you love Matt. yes yeah she was she was kate <laughs> she was like the nerdy delta new she yeah she's she's great yeah Oh, um, also, if you guys saw the other Josh Cohen, she appeared in that. Oh and I loved that me show. Too. Yeah, yeah, me Love too. Love that show. So she's been in a ton of things that you probably recognize. And then if you'd see her, you'd be like, yeah, that's Kate Weatherhead for sure. But uh, the Devil Wears Prada recently had a creative team meeting in Carmel, Indiana for a writer's retreat. So they're they're working on this thing. Like they're doing the work, which is exciting. Um, of course, it's going to be directed by Tony Award winning director Anna D. Shapiro. The show is set to open in July of 2022 in Chicago a whole year after they were supposed to open in Chicago uh, this year. LOL, that didn't happen, but it's it will still be starring Taylor Amon Jones and Beth Lovell. Uh, that's going to be a pre-Broadway tryout before they come to Broadway. 
Fingers crossed. Um, Matt, I know you were really excited about this news. I love Submissions Only. Did you ever watch mm-hmm. Submissions Only? I did. I did. Okay. I loved that. She co-created that with Andrew Keenan Bolger, who she wrote the Jack and Louisa book series with mm-hmm. that you mentioned. Um, I also adore the cast album for Ordinary Days, which she was on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. was in Ordinary Days with um, Hunter Foster and Jared Gertner, who was also in Submissions Only, and Lisa Brescia. And Hunter Foster directed um, other Josh Cohen, right? Yes, he did, um, which is a great show. Uh, one of my early uh, Tummy Moores was with the two creators of the other Josh Cohen, so you can check that oh. out uh, back in the archives. Um, but I, 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 I was very lukewarm on this when they announced it. It was like, okay, Elton John, I'm down with Paul mm-hmm. Rudnick. Okay, he's good. Um, and we were like, okay, two white guys writing this show specifically mm-hmm. about women. And then they were like, oh, but Shayna Tom's going to join. I was like, oh, okay, like I'm down with that. And then they said they were casting Beth Level and Taylor Amon Jones, and I was like, oh. OK, mm-hmm. like two people that I love, mm-hmm. uh, if I was actually like friends with those people in real life, like they would be in my close friend circle on Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. But then like Kate Weatherhead is someone who I think is so funny and mm-hmm. so smart. And I've been loving what she's been doing for years. So yeah. this just like every edition, like it started out yeah, a little bit low on my interest list. Mm-hmm. But with every announcement they make, um, it keeps getting better and better for me. So um, I'm very excited about this. And. Um, we've still got a while to wait, like a year and a half to wait, but I like where this is going. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm always going to champion, uh, women being on a creative team in this type of, uh, you know, monumental piece of theater, like either way, like guys, this is, this has been such an incredibly popular book for a lot of women, um, for a lot of people just in general. And then the film blew up. It's what, I mean, Anne Hathaway was already on our map. But that's what put her on the map with Meryl. Yeah. Uh, and this was an incredible story that is based on a true story. I will say, though, like with the addition of Taylor Amon Jones as the central character of Andy, you now have a woman of color as the protagonist of this story. Mm-hmm. And so every time they're adding <laughs> another white person to this creative team, I'm like, all right, guys. So just to be clear, like now you do have a ton of white people telling this now. uh black woman story like you know what i mean like i'm excited about all these additions like you said this is not a knock on anybody that's involved already like this is exciting and i love it i just start to worry that okay cool we have we've got this representation on the stage and not behind the scenes and that's the story that we're telling so that's the only concern that i have right now but again it's still early i'm glad that you said that because there are plenty of opportunities for there to be more so yeah Yeah, and they've got a a creative team that's full of women, so that's all, like you said, very positive. Mm -hmm. But, you know, any time you put a Broadway creative team together, and I don't know, I'll be honest, Mm -hmm. I haven't looked at the entire creative team, so I'm not sure if there are people of color there. But, like, in the Mm -hmm. top line, like, writers and director, it's a bunch of white people, which is never great. Um, But especially when, like you said, it's they're telling a story about what is a character who is now um, a woman of color that does change things. But um, one other fun fact about mm. the um, the Devil Wears Prada movie, you mentioned Meryl and Anne. Also, of course, co-starred Emily Blunt and Stanley Tucci. Do you know who Stanley Tucci is married to? Oh, I, it's not me, and that makes me sad. So I don't know. <laughs> well, his his first wife um, died fairly young of cancer, um, so he is a widower. But 
he went to Emily Blunt and John Krasinski's wedding, where mm-hmm. where Emily Blunt introduced him to her older sister, who is now his wife. So <gasps> Stanley Tucci and uh, Emily Blunt are in-laws. That is strange and exciting. And also, Broadway fun fact, Tracy Toms plays one of Andy's friends in the film. We got to go. give it up for Tracy. She's the best. Or Rent Stan. Yeah. Uh, that's a very exciting fun fact. And I love that. And that is what we are going into now, which are some fun facts about our sponsor, Audible. <laughs> Did you like that? That was great. That's a, that one of the best sweet. transitions in today on Broadway history. Yes. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment all in one place. At Audible, you can find the largest selection of audiobooks, original entertainment from top celebrity creators, and thousands of popular and binge-worthy podcasts. I know that you guys are listening, so I know you like a podcast. You can get them there. Their newest plan, Audible Plus, gives you full access to their popular Plus catalog, which is an extension, which I'm like, okay, like tell me more. Uh, now you can listen all you want to thousands and thousands of popular audiobooks, original entertainment, podcasts, you name it, including ad-free versions of your favorite shows and exclusive series. I know. Yeah, it's so good. Like we've talked about before, they have... Uh, everything that they're known for already, but they've also made this huge investment in Audible Theater. And one of the great uh, partnerships they have is with uh, the Williamstown Theater Festival, which we've talked a lot mm-hmm. about A Streetcar Named Desire, Photograph 51, Animals, uh, Chunbury International Hotel, and Butterfly Club, which is already on there. They've announced their next three WTF shows um, that are going to be coming to Audible. The first is uh, Dominique Moriso's Paradise Blue, directed by the great Ruben Santiago Hudson. Then there is Sanaz Tusi's Wish You Were Here, which will be coming shortly in just a couple of weeks. And then Daniel Goldstein's Row. Like these are all things that if you download Audible now, will be showing up in uh, your Audible app very soon, within the next few weeks. Visit audible.com slash Broadway Radio or text Broadway Radio to 500-500. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash Broadway Radio or text Broadway Radio to 500-500. One more time, just in case you forgot from the, oh, three seconds ago when Grace said it, visit audible.com slash Broadway Radio or text Broadway Radio to 500-500 to start your 30-day free trial today. Matt, let's bring up some old shit. Let's do it. Uh, last week, we told you, actually, you and I, literally, you and I yes. were just talking about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we told you all about AEA's member letter petitioning the issues regarding equity's new rules on reopening theater. Well, they have issued a response. Burr, burr, burr. Actors' <laughs> Equity has pledged to host a town hall in response to union members calling for clarity. They have yet to release a date on the town hall, which I was like, It's it's a bold move to say we're going to do it sometime. Uh, Last weekend, Equity said that it would address the concerns about updating safety protocols while also pointing to the rising COVID-19 rates in New York City and New Jersey um, in a very largely unvaccinated workforce. Uh, The post was made in response to the whole letter that we read you guys last week that more than 2,000 Equity members did sign. I mean, it was pretty extensive. Um, But some of the things that were in the uh, safety protocols that AEA released, because we did talk about some last week, but I don't think we mentioned this. It's saying that they require a private car service to work. Like yeah, they, ha- they can't take mass transit, which is like a huge LOL. Like <laughs> no one, and who's going to pay for that? Like that, that's one of those, and that's one of the things that caused a lot of problems with the members is like, mm-hmm. they want to go back to work, but theater was 
a tough business to make a profit in before all of this. And now you're saying that every member of a company has to get a private car service. Lyfts don't count. Ubers don't count. It has to be a town car because of the high levels of sanitation. They're like, you're basically forcing productions to say, well, we can't afford this, so we're not going to do it. And that's what the thing, the issue, Tim Tim Hughes, and I don't know if we mentioned this properly when we talked about it last week, mm-hmm. Timothy Hughes, the giant that was in Frozen and then in the Hades Town, the Paul Bunyan of Broadway, he's the one who wrote this letter. And then mm-hmm. that's why you see a lot of people from uh, Hades Town signed on early on. But it's just like, come on, guys, like, yeah. they require plexiglass and 12 feet of distance between singers and the stage. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah. And look, we're again, we are not here to discount safety measures. We want the yeah. union to be actively involved in keeping everybody safe. But like mm-hmm. you're what you are effectively doing by saying these are our rules is saying no one can do an equity production anywhere. Um, at this point, like I think these worked really well when um, the Berkshires did Godspell because it was like yeah. first and it was like they were figuring things out and they were doing that. That was six months ago and you haven't figured mm-hmm. out other ways to do it. Things are progressing. Like Ashley, and I talked about yesterday. We are still a ways to go before things are good. But mm-hmm. um, this this ain't it. This this, this ain't, ain't it, Sam. This ain't it. Um, and of course, it should be noted that um, Actors Equity President Kate Schindel was a co-star of Kate Weatherhead's in Legally Blonde. But oh, yeah, look at that, bringing it all together. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, now I want to talk about Adam Lambert, and we're going to do it right always. now. Can I just ha- can I just start an Adam Lambert podcast? Like <laughs> honestly, you and Margaret, my mom, you and you oh, and Margaret, Margaret can start it. Me you and Max. No you and Ma- oh god, don't tell her, don't tell her. I said. <laughs> okay. um, so Adam Lambert did kind of hint that he's ready to come back to the stage. He's writing a brand new musical with a few songwriter collaborator collaborators, and people are like freaking out. Um, he would not reveal like a ton of details about the story, but he did say that it's going to be set in the 1970s. It's going to feature rock and roll music. Moms across America are freaking out just hearing those words come out of my mouth and or Adam Lambert's mouth. But he did imply that it's pretty musically diverse and the story is about an actual person, but it's not him. I I mean, is it? And here's the thing, like he's writing with like songwriters. I think what I saw is that like actual people who like wrote hits in the 70s. Right. Mm -hmm, Is that mm -hmm. so like it's not a jukebox musical about like. Freddie Mercury, which would make I was sense because say, it's not Freddie. Yeah, because it would make sense that they mm-hmm. would use Queen music, and there's already a Queen musical, even though it's not about Queen. Yeah, I don't know what this is, but like, <laughs> he also said that he wanted to. He's bit, he's been like bitten by the acting bug. He like wants to get into acting, and I was like, my guy, we remember you as Fierro. Like yeah. you've done this. We yeah. want you to come back. <laughs> I mean, basically every time there's something that needs a high tenor rock belt, I, I dreamcast Adam Lambert when um, NBC was do- doing Jesus Christ Superstar Live. I was <sighs> adamant that if they did not ha- cast him as Judas, that I would be very angry. Um, I, of course, rescinded that because Brandon Victor Dixon is amazing and yeah. um, that's fine. But like, yeah, we, we, we need we need a little uh, Glambert back on on uh, on the musical theater stage. We need some Glambert. Yeah. Oh, God, that's <laughs> funny. Yeah. 
I miss I I miss him. I miss <laughs> his cheeks. All right, so let's let's get into some more serious news. Um, the International Entertainment Holdings Limited. Yes, I said that. The parent company of the Ambassador Theater Group has announced that they are pending an acquisition of IEHL for the Golden Gate Theater and the Orpheum Theater. They're both in San Francisco and and the Fisher Theater in Detroit as well as its programming operation at the Detroit Opera House and Music Hall in Detroit. It's scheduled to close as a transaction on March 29th, which is freaking approaching. Mm -hmm. But uh, the reason this is kind of like big news is because San Francisco and Detroit are two of the top touring cities for Broadway shows in the United States. And Nederlander has overseen the operation of its historically owned theaters for over 50 years. And Nederlander is also the exclusive promoter and presenter of Broadway touring and other theatrical productions at the Detroit Opera House and the Music Hall. So that would be a huge switch. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we've talked about Ambassador Theater Group, ATG, over the years on Today on Broadway as they've really tried to get a foothold in the United States. They own a couple theaters on Broadway. Then they reopened the Emerson in Boston and they have a couple other things um, it, it, that they that they purchased, but it just shows you that now that things are kind of getting back to normal, they are looking mm-hmm. to expand their empire. Like they are one of, if not the biggest West End theater um, owners. Don't quote me on that. I don't know the numbers, but like they are very it's much looking. There. Yeah, they are very much looking to expand into the U.S., which um, is good, I guess, because I feel like so many of these theaters especially in new york but also across the country are all owned by such a small handful of of organizations that the more options there are the better it is for consumers but um but we'll see like i don't know what this means exactly Mm -hmm. but it's it's interesting and definitely something to put on the radar for when things start to uh, open back up exactly like we'll we'll definitely see the repercussions of any of these uh big acquisitions as things open up which is hopefully in the fall right let's hope (laughs) Let's hope. All right. So in our final like recommendation, this is this is honestly for anyone that loves uh, Broadway radio. We all love Sondheim and we all love company and we all love the company revival just for existing. Even if you don't like love what it is, we love that it is happening. And so uh, they released like their their PR and their social media released this little video that kind of confirmed that they are coming back to Broadway in the fall. Like they were like, Tickets are going to be available soon. And I was like, okay, like, I don't know what that means, but. (laughs) Tickets available soon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, For fall 2021, which is, again, like every time we have some kind of little hope, it's like little cookie of, okay, thank you. (laughs) Yeah. It it concerned. I'm a little concerned only Uh because like they put it like not a specific date, but a season. And I'm like, Oh God, I hope nothing bad happens. And they have to go back on that. Like now that they've said we're coming back in the fall and tickets are going to be on sale soon. Like, I just hope it works out. Like I would hate for them to really be the first ones to say, we're going to start selling tickets soon. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the bottom drops out and everyone's like, Nope, just kidding. Spring 2022. Um, So that, that makes me just a little nervous, but very excited for the fact that uh, Katrina Link decided to plug the extension cord back in and uh, and make this thing happen. So mm. knock on wood, fingers crossed and uh, all that other stuff. And hopefully this comes to fruition in the next six or seven months. 
guys, don't forget to be on our Patreon. And if you're on our Patreon, I love you dearly. And if you're not, I still love you. Uh, <laughs> Patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. And also listen to us all the time on BroadwayRadio.com. That's where, you know, we keep our This Week on Broadway, those exciting interviews that I know that you don't want to miss. I love getting my emails about them from Patreon. You can be on that as well. Thank you for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. You can find me and annoy me all the time at It's Grace Aki on Instagram and Twitter. Matt, where can people find you? You can find me at BWW Matt. Well, thank you so much. All right, we'll see you tomorrow.